All right, thank God it's Friday, right? TGIF, thank you, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number, 800-941-SHAWN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, Christy Nome is saying, hey, uh, why don't you come work for us if you're in law enforcement? She's going to join us at the bottom of this half hour. We have a lot of ground to cover today uh, as uh, we cover what is the battle, the race to destroy capitalism uh, as we know it which is everything in the Biden agenda. Uh, now, is it true, Linda, tell me if this is true, that Joe Biden now said that we're going to have a travel ban with India? I don't know. Isn't that hysterical, uh, racist xenophobia on his part? I mean, based on his own definition, of course, right? I would think, just just saying. Um, anyway, uh, House Republicans, by the way, they are now questioning whether the Biden administration inflated the census count in blue states. Now, a letter that's sent out by more than a dozen House Republicans today questioning the Commerce Secretary on whether there was any political interference in the final census numbers. Would any of this shock you? Would any of it surprise you? No, it wouldn't. The uh, population results released by the Census Bureau strikingly different from the population evaluation estimates only released a couple of months ago in December of 2020. And remarkably, the differences all benefit traditionally blue states, which gained population compared to the estimates over red states, which tended to lose population. I have one word for every Republican. It's called a lawsuit. Challenge it. See, we have this other branch of government. I know Joe ignores your branch, the legislative branch. Well, the judicial branch, co-equal branch, is designed to resolve conflicts between the executive and legislative branches. So we'll see. One one of the fascinating fallouts of Tim Scott's speech the other night is that uh, I'm watching the, the comments of Biden and Harris and watching them backpedal on the claim that America is racist because of what Tim Scott said. And I'll tell you the backlash that now exists in terms of how the media mob, frankly, they sound racist to me, the the viciousness, the repulsive comments, you know, at Jack uh, at Twitter allowed for 12 hours the trending of Uncle Tim before he finally stopped it. Now, if it was a Republican of any kind, they would have been suspended. They would have been banned permanently. But, of course, well, there's not uh, any equal application of standards anywhere in this country anymore, especially our justice system. So, anyway, in an interview with the Today Show, a clip aired of the, the speech given by Tim Scott. Biden was asked to respond to Scott's remarks. No, I don't think the American people are racist. And he went on to give his explanation. But I think after 400 years, African-Americans have been left in a position where they're so far behind the eight ball in terms of education, health and in terms of opportunity. My first question hearing him was, what the hell did you do the eight years you were vice president? Because it wasn't you and it wasn't Obama that gave more money to historically black colleges. That was Donald Trump. It wasn't Obama and Biden that shattered record low unemployment numbers at one record after another for African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans. We've gone through the list many times. That was Donald Trump that did all that. Donald Trump that put in place criminal justice reform to end the disparate sentencing that was created in large part 
by Biden's 94 crime bill when he was calling, you know, kids in the streets predators. You know, and the idea, I just it just sticks. I know I'm the only one that'll say it. I can't help it. The idea that this guy partnered with the former Klansman and praised the former Klansman and praised other segregationists, praised the guy that filibustered the 64 Civil Rights Act, 65 Voting Rights Act, partnering with that former Klansman to stop the integration of schools because he didn't want schools to be racial jungles. How does he get a pass? And the, the most bizarre part of the equation is Kamala Harris called him out on this in a primary debate. Haven't heard a word since, nor has anyone in the mob, the media, dared to ask Kamala Harris, well, you said this about Joe. I think she was asked one time. Her answer was, oh, that was only that was only a campaign. That was only a debate. Oh, those those comments, what you said on that debate stage weren't sincere. But to think now, Kamala Harris also goes on record. No, I don't think America is a racist country. Now, even Tim Scott described that racists do exist in this country. There are ignorant racist people in the world. You're always going to have dumb, ignorant people, unfortunately. You're going to have people that, you know, are evil also in their hearts. All backgrounds, all racists. But that doesn't mean systemic racism is what the question was here, which they have been saying. You know, to what part, you know, Jen Psaki didn't want to ans- answer the question. I guess she's still circling back on the question of what about Joe Biden's past on the issues of race? Nobody wants to touch it in the media mob. They just try to ignore me when I bring it up. Uh, OK, we'll just ignore Hannity and hope that nobody else picks up on it. That's pretty much what they do. But but that's all because Tim Scott led the way on this. Now, there are important discussions to have. You know, you want to know, Joe is not wrong when he talks about the educational system. And he's not wrong when he talks about violence in our inner cities. This is something we pointed out repeatedly when he was vice president and Obama was president and Obama's home city of Chicago, the death toll that was going on even then. And the number of people shot every weekend and the people shot and killed whose names you never hurt here because it doesn't fit the political agenda of those that that selectively choose which which issues they want to highlight based on what political how they can politicize something. That's why if it's about a cop shooting uh, an an African-American and involved in that shoot, we'll, we'll usually know their names, especially now with all these these body cam videos being released day after day after day. In most cases, they are showing a trend here that the cops have a hard job and that they have to determine in a fraction of a second whether or not the person that that has been resisting arrest, running away from them, whatever the situation happens to be, whether that is a gun in their hand. And then they have to act. And in many of these cases, we're finding, yeah, the people did have a gun in their hand. And they were about to shoot cops. You know, three videos that we've shown in just the last two weeks on television showed that. Um, so that's happening. The what, What's fascinating, though, too, is, you know, I had somebody remind me, Rush said, uh, what did he say? He said, it's hard to compete with Santa Claus. Rush Limbaugh said that. I'd never, hear, I'd never heard him say that, but that sounds like Rush because Rush had that unique ability take on pretty much everything. 
and his voice will forever be missed. And anyway, it's kind of a great point when you think about where we are and the appeal of socialism, especially among younger people, because they don't seem to realize that it's been tried in many forms. It's been given many names, and every time it is tried, it fails spectacularly. The idea that everything the new Green Deal is promising from pre-K education through college education through loan forgiveness and and government daycare and government wages guaranteed and jobs guaranteed and health care guaranteed. Well, that's predicated on the idea that they're actually capable of following through and accomplishing the promises that they're making the false hope of the false security that they offer. But I would argue that the same people said that, well, they wouldn't squander the Social Security lockbox money, and they did, and and Medicare and Social Security are headed towards insolvency. The same people that promise you get to keep your doctor plan and save money, we're gonna we're gonna trust them again because none of those promises were fulfilled. The same people that can't keep law and order and allow basic security and safety for every every citizen especially in cities and states that have been run by liberal Democrats for decades, and the same people that promise good schools for your kids every two and four years, they've done a miserable job with that too. Now we're going to trust them with all this, and somehow we're going to be dumb and gullible enough to believe this? You know, $2 trillion emergency COVID relief, $3 trillion boost a bailout money, and and down payments for every new Green Deal fantasy, socialist fantasy ever. And everything's infrastructure now. Child care's infrastructure. Education's infrastructure. Everything's infrastructure. None of it's infrastructure. All it is is the new Green Deal socialism. They just don't want to call it what it is. Free pre-K uh, education. Free child care. Free college, uh, community colleges. Uh, free loan forgiveness. We're going to tax the evil rich and the corporations and, and people that actually make a profit in capital gains. And But you're going to get child care and school meals. Schools, yeah, great. Can't wait to see the government healthy food menu that they're going to offer kids. I'm sure they're going to love it. Sounds like something Linda might put together and, and prevent kids from getting McDonald's and a happy meal where they could actually be happy enjoying their meal. Anyway, that's what they're promising. Are you done on this Friday? You feeling good? Yeah, why? Did, <laughs> did you tell Liam we've been talking about him? Oh, Liam heard the segment. Mm-hmm. Liam heard and, the segment. And does Liam, and Liam agree said, with Uncle Sean or with Mom? No, first of all, Liam said to me, what is a Happy Meal? That and is I the said, worst part of this argument. He doesn't know. <laughs> and I that said poor it's kid a heart attack. Depressed. He's five years old. He doesn't know what a Happy Meal is. The only kid in America five years old that doesn't know what a Happy Meal is. And I said, don't you think that mama makes good chicken nuggets and french fries at home? He goes, oh, yeah, mama. They're the best. I'm like, okay. And I was well, like, do you think you have enough toys? He hasn't tried anything else other than what you, you give him. So he mm-hmm. doesn't have any reference point to, to, to sample what the other fare that exists out there tastes like. I, I got to tell you, I think I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm just going to take yeah. a risk and say that my food might be a little bit better than McDonald's. Uh, you know, well, I'm just, just going to go out on a limb here and say your, your Happy Meal chicken nuggets and air fried <laughs> french fries um, don't include a toy, and mm-hmm. he's going to like the toy, and he's going to mm-hmm. enjoy those french fries probably a lot more than your air fried french fries. I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't hate it till you try it. Let me tell you. It's a game changer. 
progressive lawmakers in the squad, they're now bragging that they own Joe Biden. They're bragging about it. They're bragging they're setting the agenda. Uh, You got a tweet, Congresswoman Omar. Yeah, key policies that have been progressive sponsored bills for more than a decade now being pushed by the POTUS. Free pre-K, free community college, tax the rich, tax corporations, paid family leave, child care, school meals. That's the power of organizing. Let's keep going. Congresswoman Omar bragging she controls and owns Joe's agenda. Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, not enough credit is given to the countless activists, organizers, advocates whose relentless work is why we're even hearing anything about universal child care, white supremacy as terrorism, labor, living wages tonight. Yes, we cannot stop until it's done. Keep going. Another squad member, Congresswoman Presley, listening to this joint address, I hear the influence of organizers across the generations. You have brought us to this moment. You've demanded union jobs, living wages, health care, paid leave, medical leave. This is a a once-in-a-generation moment. They're bragging. They own them. Just, I told you, Joe, Nancy, and Chuck are scared to death of the squad. The squad, the Green New Deal socialists, run the country. 800-941-SEAN, our number. All right, uh, you ever hear about something called a phone account takeover? Happens when a cyber criminal tricks your phone company to assign a new uh, a SIM card or moves your bank, I'm sorry, moves your phone account to a new carrier? Now, that allows cyber criminals access to your online bank accounts and credit cards and much more. Every day, all of us are putting our information at risk. These cyber criminals want to steal everything that's yours. LifeLock.com sees these threats that you'll miss on your own. They scour the dark web and they look and see if your information is out there and for sale. If they find it, they give you an alert. If it's compromised, you get a dedicated restoration specialist to fix it. Very low annual rate. Today, you save an additional 25% off your annual first year with lifelock just go to lifelock.com call 1-800-LIFELOCK use the promo code Hannity 25% off to protect your name your finances reputation and credit score